0: Hello, you're listening to Bricks and Mortar with Sarah Jackman. My guest today is Carolyn Brady, Building Surveyor and Regional Lead Partner for Global Quantity Surveyor and Construction Consultancy, Ryder Levitt Bucknell. Carolyn was recently named RICS Surveyor of the Year at the UK Wide Tricks Surveyor Awards. Carolyn, many thanks indeed for joining me today. And I guess, firstly, a huge congratulations on your recent win. Tell me a little bit about what that means to you to win an award like this.
1: Do you know what? For me, it's absolutely fantastic. I've been working with the RACS for, well, ever since I got chartered, really, since 2016. So um, for me, it really is the pinnacle of my career. So, yeah, it's incredibly important.
0: You won not just the overall award, but you also won... Building Surveyor Control Surveyor of the Year in addition to that overall Matrix Surveyor of the Year award. Tell us a little bit about your day-to-day role. My current role as as
1: partner um, is incredibly wide-ranging. I take supposed sole responsibility for managing the business within the region so that includes um, business development, winning work, bids and obviously managing the team but in addition to that I do cover quite a lot of the the technical requirements of building surveying and that covers all aspects of buildings and construction including building pathology so that could be um, you know building defect if there's something wrong with the building you know cracking or watering ingress. we can we can tell you how to fix it construction technology and which is how buildings fit together so often we do um, quite a lot of design we work quite closely with architects engineers civil engineers um, and project management so we do a little bit of minor works project management to help the client really run their projects making sure that they're complete on time and within budget
0: quite a range then of work that you undertake what is it that you love about your role honestly I think it's really the fact that no day is the same
1: because it is so varied and so wide ranging. I think that makes it incredibly interesting. And it's not like we, we sit behind a desk and um, i going to use the frame um, boring office job. We do get opportunity to to go right on site to visit projects and locations that, that you wouldn't necessarily get to visit in, in a typical job. And um, so that does make it a little bit fun. And um, also the, the level of the projects that we work on are, are quite Broad, you know, we work in majority of sectors, whether it be healthcare, public sector, private sector, retail. So again, um no client is the same, meaning no project is the same. So yeah, keeps keeps it fun and keeps us on our toes.
0: You touched on moving into a career that that you love and has a huge amount of variety. Was it that variety that first piqued your interest in a career real estate, and and what were those early seeds of wanting to pursue property?
1: I came through the traditional approach um, in terms of undertaking A levels and then going straight to university. But but while I was at school, I had a keen interest in um, architecture and I just loved the built environment. I did originally want to be an architect, um, but unfortunately, I didn't have the correct or didn't choose the correct A levels at school. So I went on, I suppose, a little bit of a, um, a search or a little bit of a journey prior to applying for university and discovered building surveying and if I'm being honest I didn't really know too much about it before I applied but I'm incredibly glad that I did.
0: When you first started researching the careers in property how visible was it as a profession and, and has that changed do you think over the time that you've been in the industry? It would have been back in maybe 2008.
1: 7 2008 um so not not that long ago and um, whenever I was actually um looking for careers not not necessarily um courses to study but it was more so the career that I was searching and there wasn't really um, much transparency for the RICS or for surveying or any sort of construction discipline there might have been a little bit of exposure towards architecture and engineering but not much we have come on leaps and bounds. And there's some incredible initiatives that exist at the minute. So, for example, and within our business, we do actually go out to schools and we have um an internal process or an internal programme, sorry, called Bucknell's First Rung. And really what that is, we um, encourage any staff member um, with a particular focus on graduates to go out and give back and you know that could include going into primary schools and secondary schools to engage and educate children on the world of construction. I also work quite closely with um, the RICS to do a similar thing. Um, so I'm a STEM ambassador as well as an RICS ambassador, and and we do the same thing that that the business do internally. We go out and we promote. I suppose when I arrived at school, it was you know construction was very gender dominant. You know, toward male, it was a rare occasion that a female would have wanted to progress a, a career in construction so again you know careers advisors would have been um you, you would have gone to them for a conversation and they would have said consider nursing or teaching purely based on your gender rather than your capability so I think that's changed you know because industry as a whole has come on leaps and bounds you know gender dni is a huge part of our agenda at the minute and, yeah, I think that's testament that, that the fact that, you know, in the award that I won out of the 11 categories, you know, females, although it wasn't a huge number, you know, we did represent 45 percent of those shortlisted. So, um, yeah, it's come on leaps and bounds.
0: And when are you go into schools, what's typically the response? I mean, do you, do you get lots of interesting questions?
1: I do, yeah. I think um, I think a lot of children are just curious about what my job is and um, a lot of them get confused with consultancy and trades. So when it, whenever I tell people that I go out on site, the question is, how do you carry the equipment or how do you carry the materials? But whenever you um, you know, break it back down to basics, you can see excitement in, in their eyes. I spent the first part of my um, career across in Manchester. And done quite a lot of volunteering in schools, and um, it must have been about four years after I went in to do uh, a STEM career conversation. I actually think it was speed networking the uh the session that we done, and um, one of the young females that I um spoke to, she actually reached out four years later to thank me because she now um has embarked on her career journey, and she is um actually studying to be a building surveyor. So, so it's great that I've been able to um shape and influence you know people from from such a young age.
0: You not only give back on the schools front but another prolific area has obviously been your your work with the RICS um, and that's included as an APC Councillor and Assessor and more recently as a member of the RICS Northern Ireland Regional Board um, and you also chair its High Street Regeneration Forum. Tell me how important it is to give back, not just on a school's level in terms of opening people's eyes to the possibilities of career in real estate, but also to give back to the industry in more of that sort of regulatory capacity. Yeah, I think
1: it is incredibly important. Um, You know, at the end of the day, we are a member led organisation, you know, the RICS, and we like the input of our members. It's, it is quite easy to lose traction and you know that's things if we think about you know you know local policy planning policy or government policy and relating to construction you know we we are and should be the first port of call that the government can call upon when they need advice if we don't consult our members you know who you're really doing doing the day-to-day role. They are the experts on the ground. We will just remain stagnant. So it is incredibly important. But I suppose my role on the RACS board, it's, it's really important to me because the role of the building surveyor is a little bit different in Northern Ireland to, to other geographical locations in the UK. So for me, it is incredibly important that we get that representation, that we do have a voice and that we um, do try and leverage that to make change, not just for um, ourselves, but for the,
0: for the next generation to come. And in the time since you've become chartered, I mean, you've assumed a huge amount of responsibility professionally. You opened your first office in Northern Ireland, and then you grew the team there to sixteen, which is a phenomenal achievement. Um, tell us a little bit about that experience, and and just what it's taught you from a professional perspective. Yeah,
1: um, so I really embarked on on that journey back in 2020, and. For me, it was a huge learning curve, although I'd had, um, you know, quite a lot of support and mentor- mentorship internally. You know, for me, it was um, quite a huge task because I, although I am from Northern Ireland, um, with the exception of as, you know, working as a student, I haven't actually or hadn't actually worked in Northern Ireland. So for me, it was, um, you know, bridging the gap in terms of local knowledge, local clients, what that work looked like. But again, I'm so grateful for the support that I've had internally. You know, I have such a great management team um, and my direct line manager and, and wider team were absolutely fantastic. So they really did give me the space to grow and develop as a manager, a leader and a technical expert within region.
0: And when you look back on that period and, and all that you've achieved in your career, what do you think are the key things that have helped you to elevate and excel? Accept- yeah. I mean you, you mentioned mentoring briefly there are you able to just expand on that and, and some of those things that have supported you along the way I think the key the key thing for me is you know do, don't be afraid to push
1: yourself um, and put yourself out of the out of your comfort zone again um you know just to touch on what our internal business do um you know they do give you that network of support and that mentorship if you need it so I really did grab that opportunity with both hands um you know and I ask questions really pushed myself for that next promotion done what I needed to do to make sure that I was meeting all the internal requirements and external requirements you know that um I suppose that the clients demanded and industry demanded of me as well
0: and in terms of what's next for you and, and your career I mean how do you hope to develop going forward great questions <laughs>
1: For me, I suppose my career development aligns, Lucy, with our um, 2030 strategy within RLB. You know, we have huge plans and ambitious plans for for Northern Ireland and Ireland. And really, my team is an integral part of that. So for me, I want the team to grow. I want their client base to grow. And a lot of that is linked into how are we going to do that and a lot of that high is linked to apprenticeships and graduates so we're all already on the case of linking in with universities and colleges and school to help really um you know bring people up from the bottom up take them from school educate them and um, help them grow and develop within our team and for me that's really key as to to how i um, i will hit my 20 2030 20, strategy
0: carolyn thank you so much for your time today it's been really interesting thank you sarah that was Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at popbean.com and the EG Radius archive at egi.co.uk.